Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time, whether you're driving up and down the road or getting ready for work in the morning or conference period or working at home. I'm grateful to have you here. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, to tell other people about it, to spread the word and help it to grow as it has done unbelievably over the last couple weeks almost, uh, thank you so much. Um, Incredibly grateful for that. For those of y'all that have joined over on Patreon and are financially supporting the podcast. Thank you very much. And most of all, Father, thank you for the time to record the podcast. Thank you for these people that listen. Thank you for the hope that your son Jesus Christ brings and the peace and comfort that he brings for your love and your forgiveness. Forgive us, please, our sins, both individually and as a nation. Forgive us for turning away from you. Guide us through each day. Be with our families. Give us your peace. And help us to help our country turn back to you. Be with those that are hurting. And those that are in harm's way. your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to go back to George Washington's general orders today. And probably tomorrow too a little bit and talk about some of his prayer book. We we may spend another two or three days here. We'll just kind of see how it goes. And the prayer book is for a number of reasons, a few reasons, probably the more important part of the podcast, but I want to read some of these general orders too. They're important. And the reason I say that is of late, I have gotten quite a few replies online, different social media platforms, refuting, talking about how the country is a secular country. It was founded that way. Our founders were deists or atheists, um, how separation of church and state is enshrined or was enshrined by our founders. That was one that kind of made me smile a little bit, kind of in a sad way, because for those of y'all that have listened to the podcast for any length of time, really, you know that the vast majority of our founders 
were not atheists at all. They were specifically Christian. This includes Jefferson's own comment, which I, I got a comment about him, you know, saying that he was a Christian and a follower of Christ in the only real sense of the word, meaning he followed the principles of Christ, the teachings. Washington's prayer book is another great example because I got somebody talking about how Washington despised Christianity, faith, more or less. And then the, but the separation of church and state, again, you know, that's nowhere in our declaration. It's nowhere in our constitution, both, which both documents explicitly or implicitly talk about God, the father of Jesus Christ, the son and the Holy spirit whether they're referring to the Christian Sabbath, which is Sunday, or the lines in our declaration, nature's God. And so that's just a reminder of why it's so important to know our history and why it has been so devastating to see the destruction that the left has wrought in public education because we are producing citizens today out of public education in particular that know so much about things that matter so little and know so little, if any, about things that matter so much, both to their own individual future as men and women, husbands and wives, mothers and fathers, and nationally as American citizens and part of this American family. And you could even, you know, you break it down to the state or your local community. You know that we have a number of y'all from coast to coast now. And so... That's why we do this. And, and that's why we're going to spend a little bit of time here. <laughs> so we'll start off. Uh, this is a lot of this is going to come from America's God and Country Encyclopedia today. But again, many days, probably most days, I recommend if you don't have a paper copy, hardback copy, of America's God and Country Encyclopedia, Patriots Bible, and the Founders Bible. I highly recommend all three uh, for each household. Uh, and at least the Patriots Bible and the American God and Country Encyclopedia of quotes you can find online uh, for not a horribly outrageous price. And it really is very important to have and use in our families and really should be primary textbooks required in every single public classroom across the country. And going back to the number of founders that have talked about the Bible being the primary textbook in education, Benjamin Rush, uh, one of our foundational founding fathers and 
Fisher Ames, who actually worded the First Amendment, just to name a few. On June 1st, 1774, the colonies were seeking God's will as to whether they should break ties with England. George Washington made this entry in his diary, went to church, and fasted all day. It's just that one entry, but what a phenomenal impact, folks. If you know anything about fasting, uh, it's not comfortable. <laughs> and it is something you do typically when you really have a major issue in your life. And it's something that the Bible refers to frequently. Not to mention the fact that he went to church. So if he was so against Christianity, so against church, so against God being part of this new country, then why in the world, in a moment of crisis, and there's so many examples, I couldn't even begin to list them all. Uh, we could do podcasts for months and I wouldn't be able to list them all. Just if, if that's all I was doing was listing them much less talking about them. Why would George Washington go to church to worship God and fast and seek his guidance? And of course, the, the answer is obvious. Well, he wouldn't, but he did. July 4th, 1775, this is general orders from the headquarters at Cambridge. General George Washington gave the order. The general most earnestly requires and expects a due observance of those articles of war established for the government of the army, which forbid profane cursing, swearing, and drunkenness. And in like manner, he requires and expects of all officers and soldiers not engaged in actual duty, a punctual attendance of divine services to implore the blessing of heaven upon the means used for our safety and defense. So, first thing, uh, well over 90% of the colonies at this point were Christian. They weren't Muslim, they weren't Hindu, Buddhist, they weren't atheists, they weren't agnostic. And so divine services, obviously, if, if you're being honest at all and not cynical, refers to the Christian church of some denomination. And, and that really was the key, folks. That's the separation of church and state that our founders wanted. That's the reason for the First Amendment was to keep any favoritism between the different denominations, Christian denominations, from fighting. And we've talked about that a number of times, uh, going back to uh, Supreme Court justices, etc., to talk about that. So he told his officers and soldiers who were engaged in duty that they needed to go to church right and to seek the blessings of heaven for our safety and defense and unless you're just really cynical and bordering on dishonest even if misinformed there's no reason for him to tell his officers and men to go to church to seek the blessings of heaven unless he himself believed that there was a reason to do that, that there was some hope of success, that there was a need to seek God out and talk to him 
about this upcoming war and and look for God to bless them in this trial. Interesting little side note here. You you heard him talk about forbid cursing, swearing, and drunkenness. (laughs) And there were a number of problems. Uh, And I'm not going to try and make uh, the Continental Army out to be some superhero army of perfect individuals. They were not even close. But the, the point is that they... They said they didn't change the standard. They didn't lower the standard. They they kept the the standard the same, and they tried to improve it if they could, and they tried to hold to it. And there were consequences for violations of that that were egregious enough. And today, what do we do in education? We lower the standards again and again and again. We give kids more and more crutches, accommodations, whatever you want to call them. Right in the military, what do we do? We lower the standard again and again and again because we want to be politically correct. We want to include women and people that maybe aren't so strong or so fast. Same thing in fire departments. I I know secondhand just from talking to my good friend that's in there, but the police as well. And I have some people that I talk to there. We lower the standards. We lower the standards. And maybe there's a few exceptions of increasing the standards or just merely holding them steady. But as a whole, those institutions, right? We, and then, and then we expect success. We expect results. And really we do that in our families as well. That's why we talk about priorities so frequently on this podcast, because we lower our standards for our responsibilities to as parents to children or children to parents both right but even more importantly as husbands to wives and wives to husbands we lower those standards and then we expect results and are shocked when we don't get them navy cruisers commissioned by general washington during the revolutionary war flew as their ensign a white flag with a green pine tree and above it the instructor inscription an appeal to heaven it's even in the little things like this folks and and that's not really a little thing when you think about it the flag that you're going to fly on these ships that you're commissioning uh, for this new country i mean it's really a pretty big thing we might think of it as small today but all of these decisions you know they were starting this new country and but so even in little things like that, they turned to God. And, and, and the idea, folks, that it was just some deistic, random God, it's just, it's really, it's past cynical. It's really ignorant because it shows that you don't know the makeup of the country at the time. Uh, you haven't read commentaries like by Supreme Court Justice Joseph Story. Uh, you know, about the fact that the country, if they thought in any way it was going to lower Christianity, they never would have agreed to it, never would have submitted to it. Uh, it's it's ignorance of quotes like Judge Nathaniel Freeman from 1802 talking about the fact that the Bible was the highest authority in the courts in Massachusetts and that the officers had a reason to be 
ruled, guided by that authority. This idea that, for example, the, the cynical idea, well, they an appeal to heaven, that was just a general no, it wasn't. It was general in a sense that it included all the different denominations. You know, today we would look at it and say, okay, well, it's including the Baptists and the Methodists and the Church of Christ and the Episcopals and the Catholics. It was very inclusive to Christians, but it was exclusively Christian. I think we've got time for one more today. July 9th, 1776, Continental Congress authorized the Continental Army to provide chaplains for their troops. General George Washington then issued the order and appointed chaplains to every regiment. On that same day, he issued the general order to his troops, stating, The general hopes and trusts that every officer and man will endeavor so to live and act as becomes a Christian soldier defending the dearest rights and liberties of his country. <laughs> I mean, how, that's explicitly Christian coming from George Washington. If he, if he despised Christianity so much, and if he rejected any association with the institutions, which the army was an institution, is still an institution, of government, if he rejected that so much, why would he appoint chaplains to each regiment? And why would he send a general order specifically telling all of the officers and men of the army to live and act in a becoming way as a Christian soldier defending the dearest rights and liberties of his country. And of course the answer, unless you're just completely cynical or, or grossly misinformed to the point of almost malevolence would be, he wouldn't, he wouldn't. Our country was born a Christian nation, folks. Don't ever let anybody tell you any different. And if you're not that type A personality, that's fine. You don't have to get in the discussion. I'm not. I, I hate confrontation. Those of you that, that listen know that. Uh, in fact, I was very grateful. I had a extremely uh, close acquaintance who has been kind enough to listen to the podcast for a while now, comment on that. And, and they made the comment that, you know, I know you don't like doing this but you need to. And, and I tell you all that, folks, because it goes back to that Patrick Henry quote about whatever your sphere of influence is. He said, practice virtue and encourage it to others and others. Whatever our sphere of influence is, we have one. And, and sometimes there's things that we just really don't like to do. But if we don't start to do some of those things, I'm, I'm preaching to myself here, folks, as much as anybody else. We're going to lose this nation. If we don't start to take some stands and make some really hard decisions, we're going to look up one day and somebody in some other country somewhere else, because God will raise up another country, folks. Never, never fear that America is God's only hope, because we're not.
He's our only hope. But someday in history books, they'll talk about us and talk about how we fell apart and lost our freedom and our liberty here because we refused to acknowledge God. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. Thank y'all so much for joining me. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.